Welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast, where we explore the cutting edge of beauty, wellness, and self-care through the lens of science and technology. This show is brought to you by Young Goose, the biohacking skincare brand that harnesses the power of nature and innovation to deliver radiant, age-defying results. Visit younggoose.com to explore our groundbreaking line of products. I'm your host, Amitai Eschel, co-founder and CEO of Young Goose. Today, we are thrilled to have the esteemed Rachel Varga joining us as our guest. Rachel is a board-certified aesthetic nurse specialist with over a decade and more than 20,000 procedures done of experience in the field of rejuvenation and beauty. She has a vast and diverse clientele, including celebrities, CEOs, and even royalty. Rachel is not only an expert in her field, but also a passionate educator, as she has shared her knowledge through numerous articles, workshops, and her best-selling book, Unlocking Your Vitality. Rachel has been featured in prominent media outlets such as Vogue, Allure, Harper's Bazaar for her expertise in non-surgical aesthetic treatments. With her deep understanding of the science behind aging and rejuvenation, she is the perfect guest to help us navigate the world of biohacking beauty. Today, I had to have her on. I, I invited her because I am in love with a new paper she wrote about how environmental stressors, which obviously we talk a lot about a lot on this podcast, how they drive skin aging, what we can do to recognize them, to avoid being exposed to these stressors, and how we can also basically reverse the, the damage that these stressors inflict on our skin. So I'm obviously very excited for this podcast. Before we go into today's episode, I would like to read a review of one of our beloved listeners. And this is from Blondie006, my favorite new podcast, she says, or he. Thanks for the podcast. I have recently gone down the never-ending biohacking rabbit hole. I listened to Dave Asprey, who is amazing, and wasn't sure I needed another biohacking podcast on my list. Saying that, your podcasts are very informative. I have learned so much and I adore your energy and authenticity. I look forward to every new podcast you put out. Thanks again for all you do. So thank you. If you haven't done so already, we would greatly appreciate it if you could take two seconds out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Even a one-word review would be amazing. Your ratings and reviews greatly help with the growth of this podcast, which helps us educate more people. Okay, now let's get into today's conversation with the amazing Rachel Varga. Right, Rachel Varga, welcome back to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here with you, Amitai. I love spending time with you, love what you're doing, love the, the, the content you're sharing, and I look forward to sharing some new research that I have publishing. Yeah, that's why I had to have you back on. And I, you know, I basically I said, you know, Rachel, we got to do it as soon as possible because Obviously, you as a person are very aligned with what we, we're doing here at Young Goose. And, and I mean, without knowing of each other, we, we have a very, we've had very similar uh, ways of thinking about biohacking, beauty, whatever that is, health optimization in the past. And then we found each other and kind of found out that we're very much aligned. And yet again, here it happens. We've been talking a lot about what we call extrinsic aging, aging that is driven from the outside. And here comes the great Rachel Varga and, and publishes a 21-page uh, paper about it. <laughs> yeah. So I just had to have you on and talk about it a little bit. So what made you what made you write this? What what kind of what's the uh, thought process that that got you to write a paper on it? Yes. Well, the impetus for writing this paper is to add more information to those. There's actually two kind of groups that this paper is geared towards. Mm -hmm. The first one is to allow biohackers to understand 
how environmental toxins impact the skin, Mm -hmm. whether that's through air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, yeast, fungi, parasites, mold, food toxins, and also the spiritual elements Mm -hmm. to being a human all impact the skin aging. So there's tons of references. It's 21 pages. It's it's open source, so anyone can read it. That's how I designed the paper to be published. Mm-hmm. And we're using all this technology like air purifiers, water purifiers, electromagnetic radiation, wireless communication radiation, mitigation options, right? So mm-hmm. right now I'm business on top. I have my silver pants on down below to protect my organs and legs while I work so that my blood flows better. And then there's other detoxes and cleanses and food optimization test kits that we can take. And I wanted to expand on why this is important for the skin, because we Mm -hmm. understand metabolic improvements, cellular wellness, but how do these strategies impact the skin? So this is really what this paper is about. And then the other side, the other angle that I have in this paper is to really raise the bar in dermatology, cosmetic dermatology, plastic surgery, aesthetic medicine for practitioners, doctors, and nurses so that they are on a similar level with their patient intakes and assessment and evaluation, Mm -hmm. not just looking at the skin, uh, just surface level, but really getting a sense of what their patient may be going through and how they can essentially notice things in their lifestyle by the concept of understanding the oxidative stress status, Mm -hmm. which is something that I refer to as the toxic bucket theory. If this toxic bucket is full and you go and receive a rejuvenation treatment, whether it's a chemical peel, a laser treatment for pigmentation, laser resurfacing, or injectable, or surgery, or body contouring, if your oxidative stress status is maxed out, your toxic bucket is full, you're going to have delayed healing and you're likely going to have a higher chance of adverse events. So it's a Mm -hmm. safety piece and it's also to get fellow aesthetic practitioners to have a more in-depth patient intake and assessment and consultation to be more aligned with what the top longevity and functional practices are doing across the globe, especially in different pockets in the United States where they're really looking at the oxidative stress levels. And then they're incorporating things like peptides and exosomes and stem cells into their repertoire. So it's talking about those things as well to bring more of an awareness. Because honestly, I think that all of that is really the future of biohacking our beauty and becoming our healthiest, most radiant and high vibe selves. Yeah, it's super, super, super cool. I think we're not talking enough about that dichotomy between like having to have some oxidative stress, inflammation, you know, we can think of a a bunch of other things that a small amount of them is necessary is it's, it's always there and it has a, a, a function. I mean, most of the benefits we're going to get from like red light therapy, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, nano V, I mean, uh, infrared sauna, is accompanied by more oxidative stress, more inflammation. But the problem, you know, coming out of your paper and, and in general, the problem is, is when it becomes not acute, but, but chronic, when it accumulates in our body, just has no ability to, to recover from it, to kind of to handle it, right? Yes, the body, instead of regeneration and reparation, mm-hmm. it is constantly addressing oxidative stress and damage from free radicals Mm -hmm. in air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, organisms, and of course, in our foods. Mm -hmm. And also psychologically, I did a a recent show on trauma and the skin. And when people go through stressful times, that's actually when I advise to not receive rejuvenation because your body's already dealing with moving energy Mm -hmm. and moving through traumas. And for myself going through completely changing my life, all for the better. It's funny, yes. I, I cleared parasites mm-hmm. from last March to December, and then I started to think and see things more clearly and just knew I had to change things up. And in fact, I had validation that I made the, the correct decision because the situation I was in before, including the home, I had a toxin result. Oh, wow. 
I received the results back and I had exposure to three different types of mold. Now, because I've been doing biohacking for many years, I've been, you know, friends with Dave, the godfather of biohacking since, you know, 2017. And so I started to observe that these individuals who took the time to mitigate these environmental toxic exposures were healing rapidly. And those that are really stressed out, you know, they're watching things on the news all the time. Their brains are essentially scrambled Mm -hmm. with what's going on. And they just have a a lower pain threshold and they don't get as powerful outcomes. So it really took my clinical observation working with different individuals since 2011, over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures to really see this subset of clients that would come to see me internationally, right? All over the, all over the world. And Mm -hmm. now of course I do that more online to serve people everywhere because everyone deserves this information. It was becoming very apparent to me that those who lived a more grounded lifestyle had a life that was more focused on a family unit, more traditional way of living, and had a spiritual um, element in their lives were coming to me at more mature ages. Mm -hmm. And they just had this inner light, this inner sparkle, which is also what led me down to the study of radiance. Interesting. You can actually measure radiance in our human biofield and blood flow to our skin is incredible. Yeah, couldn't agree more. That's the entire, you know, premise to people having auras or or whatever other cultures are going to describe it. It's really our emission of of infrared, right? This is the uh it, it's quantifiable. So it's very interesting. So you went down that path of finding out how our bodies deal with toxins, what, what's the impact on the skin. What are some of the things that were maybe that you didn't know before that, that you've learned even after, you know, 20,000 aesthetic procedures done, really a leading figure in translating biohacking to skin health. What are some of the things that even you have learned? <laughs> Great. Well, we can essentially break it down. I can give you all a walkthrough yeah. of this massive academic paper. These poor peer reviewers. I mean, typically when I peer review articles, they're a couple pages long. Mm-hmm. But for a peer reviewer to go through a 20-page article with three pages of references, it takes a little bit of time. So thank you to the, the team members at mm-hmm. the journal. Let's break it down and walk through the different key aspects of environmental toxin triggers, which is air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, pathogens, food, mm-hmm. also um, psychological and emotional. So where shall we start? Shall we start with air? Let's go. Let's let's air it out. <laughs> I love Amateur. All right. So with the air, the air is actually how we tend to get the most impact from heavy metals, believe it or not. So Mm -hmm. this comes from automobile emissions, from, say, if you live near some type of mine where all this dust is getting picked up, say there's you know a, a mine for different type of stone, all these particulates get released in the air. Also pollen, believe mm-hmm. it or not, with the spring and summer seasons, one of the reasons why I like to talk about seasonal skin and rejuvenation uh, very specifically is because a lot of times if your oxidative stress status or toxic bucket is a little too full, you're going to have seasonal allergies impact you even more. Mm-hmm. So the air is really um, a huge contributing factor to heavy metal toxicity. So this is why air purifiers are so important to have in your home, your workplace, where you're sleeping, in your main living area, when you're cooking to avoid and reduce your exposure to volatile organic compounds. So when Mm -hmm. you're cooking and you might smell a little bit of smoke or things like that, if you have a really good air purifier in your kitchen, it will be able to reduce your exposure that way. Most homes also have mold. So just assume it's in your home. I don't care how new it is. In fact, if it's a new building, it's going to be off-gassing. And so just just assume there's stuff in the air. And that's why cleansing the skin is so important. And I've always been such a fan of double cleansing before bed. So your first cleanse is getting rid of dirt, debris, pollution, cosmetic creams, makeup. And then your second cleanse is actually cleansing the skin. In fact, I always shower or bathe 
before bed just to get everything off my skin. And last night, I actually slept with a, a body chemical peel, which is fantastic. <laughs> so my skin is extra smooth, especially getting ready for these seasons where we're showing off our arms and legs a little bit more. There's fantastic, super clean, non-toxic products that we can do at home. Mm-hmm. So that's the main thing that we get through the air is heavy metals and air purification is key. And the eyes on the face are highly metabolic structure. So if you're noticing things like dry eye, which affects 50% of the population, Mm -hmm. you also want to think about your electromagnetic exposure because the research is out that EMFs do impact the eyes and can precipitate uh, eye disease. My girlfriend, who's turning 50, already has cataracts. And what is she doing? She's working on her computer all day, every day, and not using blue light blocking lenses. Mm -hmm. She has prescription ones with little coating, but that's not adequate. You need to use some really sophisticated lenses, which, you know, we have mutual friends that have great companies that do that. Mm -hmm. So yes, air. We needed to breathe. We just want it to be as pure as possible. So living a lifestyle where you are in nature and you are breathing in all of these beautiful organic compounds, uh, terpenes that the trees are giving off is so incredibly healing for not only your eyes and just your heart and your body for being in that environment. Uh, It's also really good for you to breathe in. You probably heard of forest bathing. This has been Mm -hmm. studied forever. Why does it make people feel better? It's because of the grounding component and you're also inhaling really beautiful compounds that the plants are giving off. Yeah, I mean, you know, machines such as, you know, uh, Nano-V, Fera Air, I mean, there are a bunch of other companies that are doing this. They basically are, you know, going back and kind of back engineering how aerosolized, you know, forest air is being created and then, you know, exposing you to it if you're not if you if you're not in in the middle of the forest, right? So there are there are documented benefits as far as the skin is concerned and the rest of your body to doing that. Yeah, I love that. And the more toxins we get exposed to, the higher rates of things like hyperpigmentation, melasma, and acne, acne scarring, fine lines, wrinkles, and also the um, higher opportunity to develop things like eczema, mm-hmm. psoriasis, rashes, all of those things. So mm-hmm. this is a really great episode we're about to yeah. continue to talk about. <laughs> I wanted to take a quick break from today's episode to chat with you about our Young Goose skincare products and our special offer for podcast listeners only. Our products provide you with skin regenerative therapy that corrects the cellular damage that is accumulated over time and aims to lower the functional age of the skin. If you're a first-time Young Goose customer, we are offering the listeners of this podcast 20% off their first order by using the promo code PODCAST20 during checkout. If you are a longtime user and have already tried our products, we highly appreciate you coming back, coming back to this podcast and listening to us, and also coming back and using our products. And we would like to offer you 10% off with the promo code PODCAST10. Yeah, so, okay, so we've talked about the air, and it seems like the easiest solution is just making sure that we are cleansing correctly, and you talked about double cleansing. Is there a time period? So, since we have actives in our adaptogenic cleanser, we really want people to not take it off for a while, for, you know, we say 10 seconds, but I leave it on for two minutes. Is there a time period that you like to leave on your cleansers before you you take them off? Yeah, that's that's a great question. I've actually never had anyone ask me, and, and I'm thinking too how I do my skincare routine as well. And I still want to do that initial cleanse, just get everything off, and then mm-hmm. yes, leaving on that second cleanse for just a little while longer, so the actives can penetrate. Yeah, leaving it on for anywhere from 30 seconds to two minutes, I think is fantastic, Mm -hmm. as well as adding areas like the upper back. If some of you are dealing with back knee, this is a great time of year to start clearing that up so that you can wear and show off your your body and your beautiful skin uh, with more confidence. I think that's fantastic. 
Yeah, I mean, to, to connect to what you're saying, in our Western society, it might be that our face, neck, kind of cleavage area, if you would, is a sign of, you know, of, of uh, sexual health or health in general. Totally. But if we look at, you know, Japanese society, you know, a few hundreds of years ago, it was actually the, the upper back and your, and then your neck that were the cleavage of the time, right? It's In your back court. body. The back yeah. is a huge surface area to show off. Exactly. Yeah. So there must be some subconscious component there as well, right? There must be something that that communicates communicates virality. So we wanna we wanna have a good good presentable back body as well. Yes, absolutely. And when we're looking for partners, you're going to want to look for someone who is looking vital and is uh -huh. looking radiant and you're having positive emotional exchanges with. They're in a positive emotional state. So when you reduce your toxins on all of these aspects, your brain is also going to be functioning better. Yeah. The brain is the master control center for everything else in the body. When your brain is working properly, your skin will have better blood flow, better nutrient delivery, your hormones will be better balanced. So what I find with clients is a lot of them are dealing with thyroid issues and hormonal imbalances. And then I take one look at the skincare that they're using and they're exposed to parabens, phthalates, sulfates, artificial dyes and fragrances and everything that they're using. Yeah. And then I kindly say, well, I think that we have come to a daily contributing factor that is resulting in imbalances. So this is an easy thing for us to clear up and yeah. get you on better, you know, a better track. And it's yeah. all about looking like our best versions as well to attract a partner, to attract excellent friendships and uh, business colleagues, would you be more inclined to do business or be in a relationship with someone who appeared to be well taken care of and healthy? Or would you rather be in relationship personally and professionally with someone who has obvious skin irritations, skin rashes, poor grooming? Because mm -hmm. that can give insight as to what's going on uh, mentally and intellectually as well. Yeah. And uh, obviously we talk a lot about it and how clearing senescent cells in the skin can then translate to better brain health and overall body health, uh, stress, etc. What I would say as well is uh, when we talk about, you know, heavy metals and, and air pollutants interacting with the skin and then the rest of our body, that is why it's so important to use products that are, let's say, formulated well and responsibly and not in someone's maybe in someone's kitchen too but they have to know very well what they're doing it's if it's in their kitchen because what you're going to create is a skin that is permeable a, what we call leaky skin right and that is a major component of you know your skin in your skin's inability to stop those toxins from absorbing and even you know how well you shed your skin which also get you you know, we kind of circle back into cortisol levels and stress. How well you shed your skin would also allow you to rid your skin or, or your body of those toxins, even if they have been attached to your skin. So it's all kind of a kind of a Ferris wheel, if you will, of, of cause and effect. Okay, so we talked about air. What's the next topic in that order? Yes, and I'm also excited to share with you. Let's save this to the end of the episode. Yeah. Some of my best strategies to detox all these things. Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. When it comes to water, what I found really interesting in my research and also through my personal toxin reports was that certain things were high. And I was like, what? I don't, I don't have a lot of exposure to these things. So then what, what I started to learn was the pipes that carry your water from the water treatment plant to your home. A lot of them have been there for quite some time. There's biofilms in the water piping, different microorganisms, different deposits of, again, heavy metals and toxins. And then PVC piping emits phthalates. Mm -hmm. So phthalates are a hormone dysregulator. That's why it's removed from skincare. Mm -hmm. And that's why having water purification with everything that you're doing, if you can have a whole home water purification system, that's ideal. The fridge or the fridge filter or the Brita filter isn't going to cut it. You want to either have reverse osmosis 
or distilled water. Now, with my background in general chemistry, organic chemistry, and biochemistry, we always used glass and we always used distilled water. So distilled water is great. And then, of course, remineralize it Uh, from everything from bathing your body, cooking, washing your dishes. If you can simply limit your exposure as much as possible, maybe start with a countertop reverse osmosis water unit for a few hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Maybe start with a shower filter for, you know, a hundred, one or two hundred dollars, not drinking out of plastic water bottles. So when it comes to water, we want to essentially start with the basics, not drinking out of plastic water bottles, Drinking your reverse osmosis or distilled water as often as possible. When you're out at a restaurant, don't drink the water that they give you because that's usually tap water anyways. Mm -hmm. Ask for a bottle of sparkling Pellegrino and then you're getting your minerals at the same time. Travel with water. I can't stand the taste when I'm at certain events and, you know, they give you these bottles of water. The taste of the plastic and all the leaching of the BPAs in the water is just awful. And um, because I take the time to be so pure, I can notice when Mm -hmm. something has a toxin. Um, Also being highly empathic, notice all sorts of things, Um, (laughs) you know, not just the, the environmental toxins, but also the emotional and spiritual toxins that can happen. Um, that's why when we go through times of stress or trauma, the skin usually displays us and you got to move that energy. You have to do that deep work so that it doesn't get lodged in your body because your cells will keep score. And this is where, you know, deep psychological, emotional work comes in. And then you're a more lighter version of you because I love to talk about how we can be more radiant and high vibe. So that's a huge component. So simply purifying your water, remineralizing it, cooking, cleaning, bathing, when you're out and about, bring your own water or go for a, you know, glass type of mineralized water at a restaurant are great tips. Fantastic. Yeah. And I would also could add to that if you are, you know, traveling and you cannot take your, your water from place to place, then, you know, make sure that the water that you're buying, obviously, and that's just is something that you did say, but people normally tend to give themselves a lot of discounts when they're traveling, just buy, buy water that's already in, in a glass, you know, let's say, you know, they took your, your bottle in the airport or something. These small things are super, super important. Okay. So we have water. What, what's, what's next? You can also structure your water too. So there's all these layers to biohacking. Start with the basics, start with purification, and then get fancy Uh with the additions like the ozone and other beautiful organic compounds that we can inhale. Structuring your water is also something that I've done. And I did a little household study with this. Structured water does taste smoother Uh and Please don't make my mistake of drinking beautiful spring and river and stream and waterfall water, which I did for far too long as an outdoor enthusiast, Um, you know, getting my cold plunging in nature on the West Coast here with water is very cold and you got to watch out for those microorganisms and parasites as well. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Agreed. One of my favorite products, and indeed the product that started it all, the first product we ever released, is Care, which is an NAD-boosting moisturizer. And if you haven't heard about NAD, this is the most important molecule in our body uh, and is also called the fountain of youth. So what Care does, it raises NAD levels in the skin. And not only that, it also uses enhanced resveratrol and nine other supporting ingredients, providing the ultimate fuel for your skin's regenerative processes to dramatically improve deeper lines, brightness, texture, and pores, aside from being a longevity supplement for your skin, making sure that your skin is healthy, vibrant, and looks amazing for many, many years to come. So uh, give care a chance. Okay, so water definitely is, is a big component and, and it is a component that, that's discussed a lot on a, on a, on a surface level, uh, no pun intended, when, when we talk about skin health, etc. 
And so we have our air down, we have our water down. What's what's what else? Electromagnetics, electromagnetic frequencies, and also wireless communication devices. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like I said, I'm wearing silver pants, you know, business on top with my beautiful silk blouse and my <laughs> silver pants actually, it actually looks kind of cute. Mm -hmm. And electromagnetic mitigation for skin health and slowing aging is imperative. We actually have seen in the published literature symptomology overlap between a specific virus and wireless radiation exposure. Mm -hmm. And I started to see that in 2020, 2021, through a very well-known researcher, Dr. Beverly Rubick, R-U-B-I-K. Mm -hmm. And I referenced a few of her papers in my paper. And she's actually worked with some of the biohacking tech out there to analyze the changes on the blood after exposure to different technologies to get the blood behaving properly. Mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, what does wireless radiation which includes your wireless phone that you have in your home, which is just as bad as your router, yeah. as well as electromagnetic frequencies, anything Bluetooth, you know, these brand new fancy electric cars, people get these cars and get them for their families and they have their baby sitting in the back. And these vehicles are such high emitters of electromagnetic frequency. So driving an older vehicle, you've seen my Land Rover. It's a mm -hmm. beast. It's a four by four machine. It is an analog machine. So when yeah. I turn the key, it responds to me as opposed to a digital machine like our computers, like our cell phones that are constantly wanting to be interacted with. So they're always on. They're yeah. simply always on to wait for you to respond to it. So what this does, what these frequencies do to the blood, as well as the electrical frequencies in the home, the sine waves and all these things, they're at a certain wavelength in our home with poorly grounded or poorly insulated wiring in the home that also affect the body. That's why mm -hmm. it's great to have what's called a kill switch at night to turn as much of the electricity off in the home while you're sleeping. So essentially while you're sleeping, you can get a break with your blood. So all these people that have, not all of them, obviously, I can never make blanket claims like that, mm -hmm. but people who are dealing with brain fog, who have a lack of energy, uh, their skin is dull and flat, they have things like dry eye and ocular irritation, as well as a not really the best brain function, right? Uh -huh. They have difficulty with forming words and forming sentences because their body isn't getting great blood flow. So when we have red blood cells in their form that they want to behave in, they're nice circular red cells with really smooth edges. And they are highly electromagnetic. Everything in our body, hormones, peptides, are all mediated through electromagnetic interactions. So with red blood cells, what we want them to do is, and how they want to behave simply, is they want to basically be uh, come in contact, then repel, come in contact, then repel, okay? Now, what happens if we're on our phone for as little as five minutes? So that's why, you know, using, don't use those AirPods, those wireless mm -hmm. headsets, don't hold your phone to your head, use instead speaker option, or I actually have air tube headsets. So mm -hmm. the sound going to my ears isn't digital. It's actually acoustic. It's uh, transformed. Now, when we're on our phone for as little as five minutes, those red blood cells start to stick together. And yeah. what happens under the microscope, you can visualize this. If you've ever gone to a practitioner, they take a little you know, sample of your blood, put it under the electron microscope, or whatever kind of technology they have, they look at it under the slide and they see things like rouleau, which are chains of red blood cells sticking together, which essentially look like rolls of a coin. That's why it's called rouleau. And then you get all these clotting factors happening between these chains of rouleau. So what happens to your blood when you're on your devices for as little as five minutes is your blood does not move as efficiently and smoothly as we would like. So what this ha what the, the the outcome of this is poor blood flow. Okay, mm -hmm. so men are probably thinking, oh, oh boy, <laughs> blood flow. <laughs> right? But thinking we also we better get that uh that uh EMF shielding underwear. <laughs> yeah, or you know, peptides like PT141 help 
as yeah. well. So I've so I've heard. Now, <laughs> and I'm making you laugh because when you find something funny, you're actually going to integrate the information much better. Mm-hmm. So essentially, when our blood is not grounded, we're inside too much, we haven't made contact with the earth, we're on our devices, we're on Zoom calls all day long. This is hello, modern living. We just have to know how to mitigate it. So we've got to biohack that. Your blood will not flow as well to your different organs. Hello, the skin being the largest organ. Hello, the brain being the master control center. You will also have a reduction in the uptake of metabolic waste products, CO2. Your body actually won't be detoxing things regularly through the liver, through the kidneys as efficiently. Mm -hmm. So that's why keeping your phone in a Faraday pouch, checking it when you want to check it, not wearing trackers, the Fitbits and all these things, they actually go on your wrist, right on your heart Mm -hmm. meridian. Not great, not to mention it's always going to pull you out of the present moment when you're in conversation with people. In my personal opinion, I am no longer a fan of wearing biohacking wearables. And there's Mm -hmm. a few reasons for this. Not only from the Bluetooth electromagnetic perspective, but also for the, unfortunately, for the option for these companies to actually potentially send you signals. Yeah. And I have been a fan of reading, you know, different spy novels and espionage novels for years. I started to clue into the fact that a lot of biohacking tech and health technologies come from the military and come from space. Yeah. And I was listening to a lecture. Uh, this was, I think, about five or six years ago. And this agency hired a consultant to say, what threats do we need to worry about in 10, 20 years. The consultant said, we can't predict that far, but we can predict in about five years. And right now, a French company has the ability to actually be able to send or receive signals to mice while they sleep so they forget how to do a maze when they wake up. Wow. This is men in black stuff situation. So he was postulating that uh, in France, there would be a company that would be able to have the ability to send and receive signals to people while they sleep. Five years after that, when this stuff was predicted to be on the market, a French wearable tracker company came out. Yeah. So these are just things to be aware of. You may be getting great content and data for tracking your health metrics, but just have an awareness that sometimes these companies get bought and sold to the highest bidder. We've seen that with a few other biohacking wearables. If you're going to wear the Aura Ring, simply turn it on airplane mode while you're wearing it, dock it, check your data that way. That's why it's so important to know who these CEOs and founders are of these companies, which is why Amitai, you and I, we have such an advantage. We get to hop on a call with people and really get a sense, especially as empaths, who they are, what they stand for, what their values are, or if they're in it to pump themselves up and make a lot of money and then sell the technology to the highest bidder. So there's a lot of really interesting things I'm noticing in the biohacking space with certain wearables. So, you know, really just listen to people who are behind the companies and interviews, make that judgment for yourself. I actually stopped wearing trackers. I'll use something like the eight sleep to monitor my sleep. And then I'll be sleeping in EMF clothing or EMF blankets to mitigate uh, exposure that way. But this is what I would personally consider electromagnetic radiation to be the smoking of our generation. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. And I do do want to get to us, you know, talking about how we how we mitigate some of those effects. I would like to say that, you know, specifically when we talk about EMF and it it interacting with the skin, it does increase oxidative stress, which we talked about. And not only increasing oxidative stress, it actually also damages our cellular membrane. And when we looked at, you know, as a biohacking company, okay, we're going to make a sunscreen. Shielding you from UV was our... Not our least concern, but it was obviously the most rudimentary part of it. What we really wanted to do was to also help your skin deal with the effects of EMF or blue light or pollution, which we talked about before. These are the things that are more important in my eyes for over 50% of the population as far as protecting their skin from that extrinsic driver of aging, drivers of aging. Uh, yeah. 
So we, we have uh, the electromagnetic uh, radiation. What, what is another one that we should uh, care about? Yeah, so next we'll talk about organisms, but I would mm -hmm. just like to tip my hat to you, Amitai, because it's companies like you that are really doing your best with the utmost integrity, working with science, working with different molecules that are really innovating the space, which is why I love being friends with you as well, because at the end of the day, we just want to help people, mm -hmm. okay? There's lots of people that make skincare companies out there, and they're just looking for a cheap way to formulate. And what we're seeing, and I'm sure you're seeing this as well in your work, are these huge manufacturers that were previously making relatively clean products to the masses. And then I hop on a consult with a client and then I see canola oil, I see hydrogenated vegetable oil now being included as an ingredient list, which shows that the quality of these mass-produced companies are going down, which mm -hmm. sometimes can happen if the company's been bought. And then what happens is practitioners or the consumer aren't made aware of formulation changes. And this is something I learned really early on in my career since 2011, working with practitioner-grade skincare companies is when a company gets bought or they're trying to improve their margins, they start using lower quality ingredients. Yeah. And that is playing out now in these mass-produced skincare lines that I hate to say it, a number of my colleagues in the biohacking space and women's health are still promoting these products. And I think that if they knew that rancid seed oils were ingredients now being used, they would stop promoting those companies yeah. or they would continue promoting them because they get affiliate kickbacks. Just mm -hmm. really something yeah. um, you guys all need to know about this. That's why when you're thinking about consuming information and content from people, always look them in the eyes and really make a judgment for yourself. If this is someone that you want to learn from, if you feel like you can trust them, or they're in it just to make money with affiliated marketing. That's a huge, yeah. huge issue. Just jumping back to EMFs in the skin, what we actually see with air and electromagnetics in the skin is an improper cellular functioning, especially with the keratinocytes. And I get into the weeds on that in my paper. So that's why these things can contribute to diffuse redness, skin redness, oxidative stress from you know being on your device, eye irritation. That's why these things all happen is because reactive oxidative species are interacting with your cells and they're causing damage. So yeah. there's so much we can do. So air, water, lighting, electro, Magnetics. Oh, we have to talk about lighting as well. Yeah. Okay. Blue light. I think light. what we will do. Listen. I think what we will do because we will. We are. We are short on time, for for many reasons. We're gonna. We're gonna do it a two part uh, series because it's too too good of an information to glaze over. So I wanna. Right. I wanna get to where we get in about like five minutes. Sure. And then we're gonna uh, pick it up from there because, the amount of, of actionable information we have here is invaluable. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, well, let's let's save blue light and yeast, fungi, parasites, and mold for a follow-up interview. I think that's yeah. perfect. Sounds great. So, so what I would what I would want to maybe talk about in five minutes, and we're going to obviously pick it up also in the next episode. Is as we said, not not your entire uh, paper. Or, or your entire life experience as far as like optimizing skin health can be summarized into a podcast, can be summarized into a paper, by the way, right. uh, or summarized into a even one consult. I think it's important, especially if someone is emphasizing looking good and feeling good, it's important to uh, go, go on a journey. And one of the best ways I like to go on a journey, I remember myself taking and understanding I don't know enough about leaky gut in like 2014 and taking Dr. Josh Axe's course on leaky gut. Okay. Uh, so one of the most important things is to enroll yourself in structured uh, formats that you can digest, in, that digest information for you and then make it actionable. And one of the, the, uh, the things I like the most in everything that you are doing is your seasonal uh, skin health courses. So, uh, you know, in the, in the last, you know, couple minutes that we have, I really would like to understand how can someone, what's the best time to enroll to, to your seasonal courses? 
And obviously, how can a, a listener do that? And we obviously have a little, a little uh, treat for people who are listening. Oh, thank you very much, Abintai, for those kind words. And yeah. right back at you. Yes. So yeah, the the skincare, the rejuvenation. I've well over a decade learning about this stuff. What excites mm-hmm. me now is this biohacking, the environmental toxin stuff, longevity, slowing cellular aging, being our brightest, most high versions. Now, with that, we do need to make shifts every season. So whether mm-hmm. it's winter, fall, spring, summer. Um, at this point, we are gearing up. We're in spring. We're gearing up for summer. So yes, I have seasonal skin camp programs, which is actually where I share my tutorials. And I also share information on how you can optimize your routine, whether you're using the fantastic Young Goose skincare line, uh, how you can optimize your biohacking, hair, skin, nail supplements, basically what you can do at home, at-home peels. I mentioned a body peel as well. Mm-hmm. Rejuvenation and how to actually use everything. I literally yeah. take my skin campers into my restroom and I show you exactly how to do everything as well as dermal rolling tutorials. I'm actually doing my next one next week. Wow. So that's that's what you get in the skin camp programs. It's a really behind the scenes, off the cuff conversations, tutorials with me. And all of that is available at rachelvarga.ca. And we have a special gift for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so anyone who takes our advice and uh, goes on a journey in one of those uh, skin camps, we have a special promo code for them, which is Young Goose, one word, all caps. And um, yeah, we highly recommend educating yourself that way. In my opinion, that's the best way to educate yourself from home. Mm-hmm. I don't know why uh, anyone, in, nobody else is doing this uh, degree of information yeah. and insights. And yeah, there's also a free skincare checklist. So with your Young Goose products, I can just give you also a understanding of, you know, how to apply things Mm -hmm. and what does what, what does an antioxidant serum do? What does a moisturizer do? So that's all at rachelvarka.ca, skincarechecklist.com. And I would love for everyone to listen to Amitai and our previous episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm going through a little bit of a rebrand, so you can still yeah. find me as Rachel Varga. Uh, but things will be expanding into more ways to, you know, always be radiant and all these things. Fantastic. And, yeah, I love working with you, Amitai. It is. It is. Obviously, one of the gifts of, of being in the biohacking space, being in, in beauty as well, is to, to have met you and, and to, to work with you, Rachel. It's uh, definitely something I look forward to every time we meet, like we've met, you know, a few months ago in, in Florida, and, and hopefully we'll have many more opportunities when we get you closer to us. This is something that I consider a privilege and a little bit of a surreal moment, right? Coming from R&D background, managing companies, it's you never expect to meet the people that you then consume, that you consume their information. So it's a real treat. But Rachel, as I said, we, we're going to cut it to a two, two episode to make sure that nothing is lost. So I want to appreciate everyone who's listening. And I, I highly appreciate you for giving us your valuable time. And uh, we'll take it from here in our in our next uh, episode. Thank you, Ed. My pleasure. Absolutely. All right, take care. Before we end today's episode, I'm going to take some time to answer some listener questions. If you would like your question to be answered on the podcast, you can ask your question in a review on Apple Podcasts, and we will be sure to answer it on our next episode or an episode that that fits it. So today we are fresh off of a uh, two actually events back to back. One was KetoCon, which uh, we absolutely love and is really supporting. We love supporting the health journey of um, people. That's number one. And number two is a, an amazing medically centered event that is called Changing Life and Destiny. And um, we had a lot of questions about uh, biobarrier. So the, we chose kind of two questions to answer. The first is uh, since it's uh, Rosacea Awareness Month, and a lot of people are suffering from uh, rosacea. What is the best product to use for rosacea? So first and foremost, I would say, 
as you might have guessed, is the biobarrier serum. What is special about the serum is that it actually mimics how a, the, the best skin bar- barrier is produced and forms that, that barrier uh, over your skin. And that is very important as far as rosacea is concerned. And that is our first and foremost recommendation. Obviously, that can also become our adaptogenic cleanser is an amazing option for people who are suffering with rosacea and our care moisturizer. So these are three products that you can use. But if you wanted only one, BioBarrier would be your best bet. The other question we got is when do you use the BioBarrier? And actually, there are a few ways to... to this should be a whole podcast on, podcast on its own. But BioBarrier can be used in two ways. If we don't have sensitive skin and we really want to reap the most amount of stimulation for from other serums, other products that we use, we are going to apply these serums beforehand, whether it is ProCare, whether it is uh, Bioretinol, whether it is Green Tea Phyto Serum, Adaptogenic HA Firming Boost. We're going to apply them first. Following that, we are going to apply the BioBarrier, massage it for you know 10 seconds to two minutes on, on the skin, and when it absorbs into the skin, when it forms into that biobarrier, when it's not as oily anymore, we're going to apply our care or biomarine moisturizers. That's one way. The other way are for people who have sensitive skin but still want to get the advantage of having the uh, nutrients, the anti-aging ingredients in our other serums, especially if we're talking about ProCare or we're talking about bioretinol, uh, serums that are, that are definitely very strong as far as stimulating renewal and can cause uh, reactions for people who are very sensitive. In those cases, we are actually going to apply BioBarrier on dry skin, but immediately after we wash our face. That's going to be the first product we use, and then we can use everything else. And what's going to happen, that really will you know, mitigate that irritating factor of other serums, and that's going, going to provide you a, of a very nice balance between active ingredients, anti-aging, and skin protective effects. So these are kind of the two ways to, to apply BioBarrier. The third, I would say, is applying it after moisturizer if we want to go out in the evening and we want to protect our skin from pollution or if we're going somewhere that is lit with blue light. That would be after the moisturizer is absorbed, we apply an, uh, a light layer of BioBarrier and that is going to help us or our skin deal with those effects of pollution or blue light that is going to be out outside. So I hope that answers the questions. Thank you everyone for tuning into today's episode and we will see you here next time. <music>